Hi, welcome to the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio. And I am Deb Miner. Deb, how Alex, are you? I'm actually feeling pretty good. That I'm is fantastic. We are about to be feeling even better because we have a special guest with us. We do. Yes, we do. We World-renowned author. Oh, yes. Shannon Miller. Yes, Shannon Miller, or writing coach, or <laughs> Shannon Miller. Shannon Miller, who's nodding her head, but this is an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll, um, we'll we'll get back to her in just one second. Alex! Oh, I knew ah. it. I knew it, and I could have stopped it. Let's do a quick check-in. What have you been reading, listening to, watching, or doing? Well, I'm still listening to Queer City by Peter Aykroyd and not Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they related? Did you ever look into that? I did not. And I'm going to say I'm going to, but we don't know if I will or not. No, I do not um, I, um, still just been reading like magazines and vacation things. I did finish Full House and started Fuller House. <laughs> Um, so I know you were worried about that. Well, you know, my husband li- is a regular listener of the podcast, and he does tell other people. So anyway, but he he that, that's his favorite part of the show is what you're watching. <laughs> well, I'm I'm partway through Fuller House. I okay. think two two seven is next. Wow, that is amazing. Um, I started the new season of You. Um, I, I do know all about it, so. Oh, don't tell me. Tell me. Don't tell no, me. I um, and I also watched uh, on Netflix uh, Nicole Byers' special, BBW Big Beautiful Weirdo, which was very funny. It's a stand-up special. Oh, okay. And speaking of stand-up, I got to see Sarah Silverman you perform did. at the Chicago Theater on Saturday, and uh, I got to meet her. I know. She was delightful. She was, was so really sweet. Cool. Um, <clears throat> and how long did you wait? have to wait after the show to, to meet uh, her? I waited an <laughs> amount of time outside for her to exit the building. <laughs> yeah, but that was well worth it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was only freezing. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it was very exciting. Deb, what are you reading, watching, and doing? I am still reading Rough Sleepers by um, Tracy Kidder about the um, doctor who um, actually ended up spending like 40 years on the streets of Boston helping um, homeless. Oh, the do- when you said the doctor who, I was thinking the, the doctor oh, who the, what? The doctor, no, 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 no. So that's really interesting. Um, and then I started listening to Spare by Prince Harry, which is really good. I learned a lot. It, it's kind of an amazing, it's just this. Do you have strong feelings about Prince William? I do. Not, well, not, I'm still like early on. So, I mean, they are still like mourning the death of their mother. And I mean, this, I'm, spoiler I'm alert. Four, four, <laughs> God. I don't know what, ch- 
chapter I'm on, but this is four years after you know their mother's died, and they're still he's still coming to grips with it. But they talk a lot about their he talks a lot about their relationship, and there's just so many things I just was not aware of. Um. Anyway, it's good. It's, his voice is very. Um, Are you listening nice. to it at normal speed? Yeah. Oh. I listened to it at like 1.75. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mostly listen to things in a, you know, just normal speed, I guess. Unless, I don't know. I don't have time for that. Yeah, well. I have to speed it up as I go. I just don't like it, what it does to the voices sometimes. But you don't notice it if you grit, like if you work your way into it slowly, you don't even <laughs> no, notice maybe, it. <laughs> maybe so. Um, but anyway, it's very interesting, the whole, you know, everything about the royal family and everything like that, which I've not really ever been that interested in, although I do remember being a, a big fan of Princess Diana and that whole, I mean, I was, I remember the day that she was killed. And, and you do have that tattoo of Sarah Ferguson. Um, and then I started watching this series on Netflix, which used to be, I think, NBC, uh, New Amsterdam, which is a hospital drama, which I must say, I am a sucker for those. I, you know, back to Dr. Remember Dr. Kildare and, you know, all those from way back when. Anyway, I've been a big fan of hospital dramas. <laughs> I feel like I'm just talking to myself today. <laughs> it's very good. I don't know that I've ever watched, like, been into a hospital drama. I When I started watching it, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm getting sucked into this. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, ever since I was a kid. I mean, certainly Special Victims Unit, like Law & Order. Well, I've yeah. been into that. I had a spreadsheet to make sure I got all of them. But, yeah, always. Yeah. I've always, you know, I was a big fan of ER and... I think it's pronounced er. <laughs> anyway, I started watching that. There's five seasons. I'm still waiting for the other things to come out, though. But Succession will come out in March. Yes, it will. Yes. So I guess in the meantime. Shannon, would you like to participate yeah, in this sure. fun part of the show? <laughs> what am I reading? Reading or listening to? Listening I, to well, anything. Mostly, I am listening to the audiobook. Uh, it's a historic uh, LGBTQ novel called A Marvelous Light hmm. by, who is it by? Um, Freya Marska. Hmm. And what period of time does um, it take it's, place? I think uh, um, uh, early 1900s. I always get confused if it's which war it's around. I can't quite tell. World War um, One. Yeah, I can't quite tell. It, it's it's probably po between the two wars. I think. Vietnam. It's, no, it's between. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's between World War One, World War Two. Okay. I believe. I haven't hmm. locked in. It's a magical. It's got a magical element to it. Okay. So it's set in Britain. And um, it's um, there's a magical uh, office of the um, government, and this guy gets assigned to it 
accidentally because he's not magical and he's just discovering that there's this whole magical world. There's a bunch. I've read other books. I don't know why I'm attracted to these, but I do love LGBT, LGBTQ historicals. And um, I've, there's some there's some mythology out there about the um, you know uh, Britain having this magical component in their government. I've read numerous, several books. Don't huh, ask me why. That is interesting. I've just I feel like them. Prince Harry would have written about it in his book. <laughs> I think so too. Maybe that's a later I'm chapter. Have to fact check this later chapter, <laughs> but it just so happens to be magical. Um, in this, oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm not always. Do you want? In, do you read a lot magical? of magical? No, no I'm okay. really not always. I'm, no, it's just I'm more into these historical novels, okay. and then it just so happens a few of them have had this magical element in them. That's kind but, of interesting. I know, I hmm. but it's it's fun. It's well written, and if you like, yeah, um, it's guy guy romance mixed in, and I like it. It's hmm. fun. It's well written. So, nice. the, oh, the next one is about um, two females. So I don't think it's like a, she's, I think, got a trilogy plan, this author. But uh, okay. the second one is not these same two guys. The second okay. one is focused on two women and their careers. So, yeah, it's an interesting uh, But the somehow setting. they're connected? Well, I or think it's just... still going to deal with the magical okay, so element. Okay, uh, you know, that's like on the surface of everyday life. We need a magic department at the library. Exactly. I mean, maybe that we do. Be, that's maybe the sneaky do. part. And ex- only a few know about it. Maybe. There are those like hidden stairwells. Yeah, I mean, there are hidden stairwells. But the tiles I mean, they're that not... remind me of the pool, the stairs oh, going down oh, to the pool. Going yes. down to the pool, it <laughs> does. Yeah, I do know what you mean. The old, yeah. old Riley High School is my shout out. Oh, I used to swim in the pool. They used to have it open. That's where I learned swimming. to swim. Oh, that's interesting. So they didn't actually to... have it open. Deb just went and swam. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I kind of felt that way, too. Because I did. I did have she open swim. Why she this was, was by This would have been the early 1980s. That's a historical <laughs> story in itself. Anything else? Are you reading anything else or watching anything? Um, I am. No, I'm not a TV watcher, but I am. I'm watching the Milwaukee Bucks work their way to the uh, playoffs, and we're thinking this is going to be our big year. We're gearing up to the All Stars. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so, <laughs> no idea what. I so do. is it hockey? No. <gasps> this is. Oh, what is it? <laughs> it's the NBA. Oh, okay. So it's basketball. basketball. Oh, it is. It's. it's oh, I was going to guess billiards. Oh, which will lead up to March Madness. And this now. is so a library podcast right now. Wow. So, Are yeah, you? the Milwaukee Bucks um, world champions just a few brief years ago. Oh, okay. But Does Michael Jordan play for them? <laughs> no. Then I don't Not know them. But anyways, that's what I spent my time watching. Um, just had a big trade, and we're excited. So. Well, that's really exciting, then. Yeah, I just saw them play in person a few weekends ago. You did? Yeah, that's wow. it. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. That's your team. That is my team, Milwaukee Bucks. Are you a Shout out fan of the Brewers? I'm not a baseball fan, no. I've been to many Brewers games, but I'm, I can't, I'm not a baseball fan. Um, and did you, at any of those Brewers games, did you see the dad from Mr. Belvedere? What's his name? George. George. Um, I didn't. 
he's the announcer for the Brewers. The dad from Mr. Belvedere. I I don't I I don't know. <laughs> I vaguely remember Mr. Belvedere, but I can't recall anything. So if you're being very serious, I am. Oh, okay, I can do the song for you if oh. you'd like. I won't, but I could. I clearly missed out on that uh, detail when I was at the Brewers games. But... That I mean, that's the only reason What's I would go. What's his name in real life? George something. Because um, they've had this one guy announced for a zillion years. He's historic. That's, that's him. He's like beloved and he's like the voice of the Absolutely. Brewers. He must be. I've guy. seen documentaries on him, but I didn't know he had any association with Belvedere. Um, oh, Bob Euchre. Yes, Bob Euchre. Yeah, he was the dad on Mr. Belvedere. Oh, wow. Clearly that's what he's going to be remembered Celebrity. for. Wow. You know all these facts. I, I do. You do. I think it's it is quite amazing. I have seen a documentary on Bob Uecker, but it had, I don't remember anything being said about Mr. Belvedere. But well, I need to speak to the filmmakers of oh, this documentary. <laughs> that they clearly should have included that in the um, I may be a little documentary. So, Deb. Yes. What's happening with books? So, actually, we have this event. This will be our second event, second annual. Uh, BookCon, which is an event celebrating local authors, um, books, anything to do with books. And I'm guessing from the name Convicts? Um, No, it's like a book conference. Oh, (laughs) okay. Good. Um, Yeah, so it's a bunch of fun things going on. We'll have, like I said, we'll have local authors. They'll have tables set up selling some of their books um, and talking about um, what they do. And <laughs> we'll have a booth. Um, and where can I find more book. information out? Yes. Where can you find more information out about this? Yeah. Um, it will be in Unfold. You can learn more about it on the website. The event takes place on March 25th. So, um, and when this is Saturday. broadcast, you'll have, yes, it is a Saturday. Um, you'll have a few weeks to plan for this. Yeah. Um, but that's, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, we'll have one of the episodes, we'll have um, our Reader's Advisory vol- Volunteer. I always call him volunteer. I don't know why. Librarian. He is not a volunteer. <laughs> our, our Reader's Advisory librarian will be on with us talking more about BookCon. Um, But Shannon, who is our guest today, um, has been involved um, in one of our programs that encourages writers, and it's called The Right Space. Um, so she's going to talk a little bit about that and other um, writing groups that meet also in the area. So take it away. So the Write Space is um, a program that the library offers. It's been running for some years, and during the pandemic it went virtual. It meets once a month, and since the pandemic we have continued to meet virtually. So it meets on the third Tuesday of every month on Zoom. And it's uh, one hour, 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings 
third Tuesday, and uh, it's meant it's a it's I describe it as a support group for writers, and it whether you're just thinking of getting into writing, if you have been writing, you want to talk to other writers, you want to network, you want to be inspired, get ideas. Um, a lot of writers express a sense of isolation that you know nobody really gets mm -hmm. what they're doing or why they're doing this or they struggle with staying motivated or knowing what the next step is and so this is kind of just a meeting space to uh, talk and share what are you working on what are your goals what are resources people have to share with each other I try to I facilitate the hour and I try to I often um, start out with um, like a uh, writing prompt just to kind of get some creative juices flowing and we share uh, sometimes we, we share what we've read or written in that like 10 minute span and that's kind of fun um, to just hear from each other mm -hmm. and uh, when I've attended writing groups in the past sometimes that was literally the only writing I ever did was those okay. 10 minutes so I want to just create space even for people who aren't writing but want to stay connected to that world because sometimes life doesn't let you makes it very hard for you to stay um, engaged in a creative writing or any kind of writing any kind of writing right um, <clears throat> on a regular basis and I speak from deep experience with uh, letting life overtake um, time and space so that you're not writing but it doesn't mean you're still not a writer so anyways I like to create those moments where people can write but then we also have people who are writing a lot and who check in with us and some of them read their work um, I sometimes schedule somebody to, sh to read a sample of their work and oh, cool. we provide feedback and we kind of get to know each other that way uh, we have writers who are writing contemporary fiction um, we had a few sci-fi writers writing these like deep uh, like full-blown fantasy novels where they have written like thousands and thousands of words and they're really on a on a roll with it and they actually have branched off so they met actually attending the right space and found that they had common interests and now they're meeting on their own oh, okay. to That's really cool. focus in on their genre and be readers for each other That's awesome. Yeah. That's a cool connection. So are any of the, have any of these authors been published then? Yeah, we have one woman who, I'm, I mean, yeah, several. Um, I mean, one is mostly self-publishing right. um, is what most people are doing. But um, once she just published her first collection of poetry in the fall um, and it did a kind of a book unveiling of her own and a few of us attended that. And then another has published, she's doing a series of nonfiction uh, books focused on trauma and recovery. Oh, wow. um, she's on her third right now, and but she's also interested in writing creatively, so that's kind of why she attends WriteSpace. Um, and yeah, just... Uh, we have another person who uh, joins us from Indianapolis. Uh, she oh, wow. has attended the last year and a half or so, and she's working this year. Her goal is to self-publish a, uh, a book she's finished. 
So people are in all different stages. Yeah. And then I'm the poster child of, gee, I wish I was writing, but I'm not. So I'm there to but make But you have written in the past, yes. correct? So yes. do, you, do you enjoy the process, or do you just like having written something? No, I love sitting and writing and uh, um, stories, but I don't. I just don't give myself the time. Yeah. Uh, it's like I think it's attention. I don't attention span. I mean, I I am I am like the classic. Um, can't sit down on a regular basis. I don't get myself to sit down. I'm not disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have written always for jobs. So I did. My like longest stretch five years I wrote here locally for um, a couple local magazines, and that was my second part-time job. Okay, I wrote and edited and compiled and did everything. So yeah, I, I did that and was churn, you know writing a lot, but that's all like local mm-hmm. pieces, mm-hmm. local businesses, local family stories, nothing of my own. So my goal is. I would love to write something of my own, which I've never done. Okay. Yeah. So, like, when so I so we've saw got some paper and a pencil for you right <laughs> here. Sure. And we're gonna watch you. <laughs> Perfect. So when um, the author of Rabbit Hutch, whose name escapes me right now, Tess Gunty. Tess Gunty. Yeah. yeah. When she came, you know, it was so phenomenal to hear from her and I said to somebody afterwards I said why didn't I spend my 20s writing um, a, an award winner you know American novel and he said to me well you can go ahead and do it in your 50s so I took that as an True. inspiration because yeah. I turned 50 this year oh wow so I took that as inspiration yeah um, yeah Fran Leibowitz famously has had writer's block since the late 90s and his book She's been working on since the late 90s and often (laughs) talks about how she does not enjoy the process, but she feels like she's good at it. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't say I have writer's block. I just, when I sit down, I could write for hours, but then I won't. But you just don't allow yourself the time to do that. See, I'm like that with like art and stuff like that I love creating and I love the whole just for doing it but it's hard to justify the time exactly to give yourself permission that it's okay to do something creative I know it is hard I mean we have laundry and families and I don't know how people do it I, I love looking at book covers book jackets to see the author and my favorite, you know, the author lives with or whatever. Right, right, right. My favorites are author lives with three cats. <laughs> because I'm like, yes, because this person has time to write has this book. Has time to write it. Right. I hate the ones who are like, this author, you know, is a professor at this place, has three ch- lives with her three lovely children and <laughs> her husband. You know, I'm like, what? A- how? But, how? Yeah. But they do it yeah. and... Um, and and really, um, an April Polisayer, um, mm-hmm. an amazing local mm-hmm. uh, author who wrote many children's books. I attended a, um, a workshop uh, she led once years ago, and she said anyone can write and find time. In fact, she had a friend who was a writer and <laughs> went out in a broken down school bus in the backyard to escape well, all the commotion Just of her to house do it, yeah. to do it. So there is more. I'm not like 
you know, the, I when there's a will, there's a way, right? So yeah. I look at a computer screen or a notebook, and I am totally uninspired then. Like I, uh, I think thing. of stuff all the other time, like any other time. Oh, but when you the sit down, the second I do sit it. down, it's mm. gone. Well, so I'm just the opposite. I don't have any ideas until I start oh, okay. putting the words down. Like I would never. We've talked about this in Right Space. Like, um, you know, do you plan ahead? Do you outline, or do you just, you know? And there's articles written in our like writers' magazines on this whole topic, and everybody, you know, has their own process, but. I could never write from an outline because I literally don't know what my ideas are until I start writing. Do you, do you at least take a few moments a day just to write? I mean, like no, no. See, yeah. I hope this is your year then. What I said, I hope it is your year. It's February thirteenth. I know you still have the whole year. <laughs> so you. February thirteenth next year, we're gonna have you back on. Oh my god! And yes, we, we are. want we want to see a book. Or even a <laughs> fall. A trilogy. We'll, we'll check back in with Thanks, you. Thanks, no pressure. See where you're at. I'll just pull a um, Harry Potter out. So do you home. have to, going back to what, to the right space, do you, mm-hmm. for folks listening, yes. do you have to register no, well, to become a part of it? Um, so um, the right space is listed on the library calendar. So if okay. you go to sjcpl.org and look up the calendar, we're on the third Tuesday of every month, there's a link. You can click on register and you'll get sent the Zoom link. Okay. Or you can um, go on Facebook. The Right Space has a Facebook page. Oh, and I cool. always post, just ask to join. I'll let you in. And then I always post the link to the Zoom meeting okay. on there. And it's very low-key. I mean, like what we're talking right now is how we talk. I, okay. It's very open and friendly. Everyone's welcome. Uh, give it a try. It's third Tuesday of every month okay. at 7 p.m. Um yeah, and who knows where it will take you. Who you, who knows who you'll meet there, right? Why are you making faces at me, Dad? I thought you were giving me cues. Like No. <laughs> it's just then, my face. Oh, my gosh. And then are there other groups locally that will um, that also folks can be a part of? So I was also going to share um, about the Poetry Den. I'll just uh, throw that out there. They meet. This is, um, uh, they've been going for quite a I mean years mm-hmm. at the Civil Rights Heritage Center it's the last Sunday of every month so the next one I should have given the date our next right space is next Tuesday oops I'm well I forgot when this uh, is yeah airing. it's a, it. it's sorry. Tuesday <laughs> it's the, the third, third, Tuesday, third of the Tuesday of the month sorry I didn't have my head in the right space but on um, the last Sunday of every month the poetry den meets from 6 to 8 p.m at the Civil Rights Heritage Center on, which is the old natatorium right. on Washington Street. And I think every, I mean, the in public's invited to this as well. Yeah, the they poetry do, do poetry reading as well. Yeah, so you can just show yeah. up and sit in the audience and see what it's like. And somebody who has attended Right Space said she, who published her book of poetry in the fall, really credited the Poetry Den oh, for finding cool. mentors and encouragement and it being the first space she felt like she could read her work and get an audience so I will throw that out there it's a very well run and um, a great community for writers Um, yeah and then another cool resource I'll throw out from the library is uh, we've had a number of people on the in the right space group take advantage of 
through the library's website, we offer, we subscribe to these databases. Mm -hmm. One of our databases is Gale Courses. Gale Courses offers a number of writing classes. These mm -hmm. are all free with your St. Joe County Public Library card. The classes run for six weeks and they give the dates that they're coming up. And this is right, classes on how to write a novel, beginning writers, how to write fantasy, how to write romance, how to write your memoir. And for six weeks, you can take this online course for free. And I know people have taken numerous of these and really have mm -hmm. helped. It's given them structure. That's and cool. Yeah, I've taken a few of the classes. Not the writing classes, but I've taken a few of the classes. In fact, I took a class on podcasting. And here you Should are. Gail. Yeah, isn't that the coolest thing? You end up with a little certificate and... Yeah, Gale Courses. So if you use yeah. your library card to sign up and it, they have classes on all kinds of interests. Yeah, they really do. It's, it's a good resource for sure. Yeah, okay. Very cool. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Do you have anything else to say, um, Alex? Or? Um, email us podcast at sjcpl.org send us your comments questions concerns anything else to add that's that is all i have for today alex all right thanks Deb. shannon I thanks for having us took a weird turn me. <laughs> all right for the thanks. library variety show i'm alex giorgio and i'm still Deb minor The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and or guests and are constantly evolving. They do not reflect the views of the St. Joseph County Public Library, its board of directors, or its administration.